listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. I have a wonderful guest today. Uh, Lolita, give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Lolita Taub, and I'm GP of Ghana Ventures. All right, Lolita, what inspired you to become a VC? What a wonderful question. I I think pragmatically, I've always been a nerd and and thought about the best things for anyone to do is at the cross-section of what the market needs and what your passion, skill sets, and interests, where those lie. And for me, my skill set has always been sales and community. My passion, community, and interest Mm -hmm. has always been in technology. And, And on the last part with market, I think we've been going through some interesting shifts that have brought community at the epicenter of how businesses can leverage a different go-to-market, a go-to-community to to create the unicorns of the future. And as a human, I really do believe in creating community, generational wealth in community. And so that's really at the core of it. That's wonderful. And Lolita has a wonderful community. We'll uh, talk about that closer to the end. So what is your investment thesis and what is the motivation behind your thesis? Sure. So at Ghana's Ventures, we invest in pre-seed and seed community-driven companies in Mm -hmm. Web2 and Web3 in the U.S. and in LADAM. Now, for those of you who are wondering what does community-driven mean, it, it for me, it has three elements. One is, do the customers of a company identify as members of a community? Mm-hmm. And do they have, two, do they have a space where they come together and create value for each other? Mm-hmm. And three, the most important part is, do they kick off the marketing and sales flywheel? So this is okay. where we go from go to market to go to community. And what it means is you have an engaged community that loves to talk about your product and will get the word out, but it has so many other use cases and benefits. I'll give you an example. I think everyone loves to talk about is the Peloton community. They're yes. very informal and very, uh, very big. And anyone who has a Peloton is always telling you how you should buy one. It's like they're selling <laughs> they're yes. them, but they're not. And that's, that's an example of the power of, of community. And then in terms of the motivation behind it, you know, there's in venture capital, we're all after where do we find the alpha? Where do Correct. we find that investment, the investments that will create these huge returns for our investors and for ourselves? Because yep. it is a hustle to be a, an investor. So that's at the core of it. But for the founders, it's a great way to reduce 
customer acquisition cost increase, mm-hmm. lifetime value. And with the talent pool that exists and how hard it is to find the right people, recruiting is also another benefit. And, and just along the way, having your community give you feedback on the products and services that you are building, it's just a goldmine. It just helps you build a, and, and grow your business a lot more easily than not having a community. Very true. Very true. And you create a lot of synergies in a community. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought up the additional resourcing that occurs when you have a community. We always think of just the monetization, but there's these those non-monetary things that occur. Like maybe you find a partnership or maybe you help grow your team or like you said, other recruiting. It's really important. Or just, hey, I'm having this issue in my company. Can you help me out? You just put it out there. You mm -hmm. ask and, and, and people will come and and support you. And I, I think one thing that's even outside and, and what makes this so magical is that there intrinsically is a unifying vision, mission, alignment. And yep. with the times where we are, right, outside of just market needs of understanding how do we create the best businesses that scale the fastest and so on with the lowest cost, et cetera. There's also this portion of what's happened in the world with COVID, with George mm-hmm. Floyd, with social movements, with everything that's happening that There is a sense of loneliness. We don't want to be lonely. We don't want to be a transaction. Who wants to be a transaction? We want to be more engaged. We want to know that we're meaningful, that we're part of something bigger than ourselves. And community-driven companies create a space for that. And outside of solving problems, it also gives people uh, an extended family, online, sometimes hybrid, where Mm -hmm. you can belong. And that's very powerful and very meaningful as well. That's wonderful. Thank you for that. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? Sure. I, as I mentioned before, I'm in Santiago, Chile. And I have one more week left. So I've been just gobbling up all sorts of things that are happening in the ecosystem and meeting with people here. Just incredible folks. What an opportunity is to invest in in Latin America. Platinus Ventures, they've been... uh, called the YC of building Mm. relationships with them. They're wonderful human beings. But I'm starting to look at and read about the next country that I'm moving to, which is Argentina. And what's super interesting there, yeah. So my husband and I are moving um, to Argentina at the end of this month. And one thing that's been really interesting is reading about the Web3, the crypto ecosystem. that's there. A lot of stuff is happening in Buenos Aires. El Salvador, Colombia. mm -hmm. They have a lot happening in in LATAM in that area. Yep. And it's just the right formula when you think about the instability of of the financial ecosystem globally. Mm -hmm. But in LATAM, there's been a lot of challenges. And so Web3 crypto presents itself as as an alternative to improving the state of the economy and and providing opportunity for the community, the population and the market at large. And I'm reading about that right now. Super interested in, and seeing what it looks like on the ground. And uh, yeah, super pumped about it. Awesome. So now here's the bonus question. Everyone gets it. In two years, when we're talking again, but we'll be talking before then. How do you, how do you see venture capital evolving or changing in the next kind of couple of years? 
I believe that we're just at the forefront of the new face of venture capital. Yeah, I agree. There's all of us who are emerging fund managers that come from non-traditional backgrounds. And look, it's just the number of us that are coming to the table, building our own uh, funds, venture capital funds. I I believe we'll start to see more of us also building family offices and funds of funds and and getting more intertwined on the capital side to to broaden the, the spectrum of who gets to be a venture capitalist, who gets to be a GP. And through that, have implications on who gets capital. So I I do believe that we'll see uh, the needle move in terms of the different types of founders that get funding. Along that path too, though, and in speaking about LPs, I do believe that there will be a rise of the angel LP. And these are high net worth Mm. individuals who are accredited, may not even know it, but are interested in diversifying their investments, learning about potentially even down the line, starting their own funds, jumping in, writing checks in a with a different lens, the kind of lens that we need in order to pro- progress in the VC ecosystem and change the, the face of venture capital. Awesome. So how do people contact you? Sure. Yeah. My second home is Twitter, as you may yes. know, Barbara. <laughs> so you can reach me Lolita's on Twitter. Lolita's in the Twitterverse. Absolutely. <laughs> it's my, it's my second home. It's my second home. So if you want to catch up with me, learn more about Ghana, if you're interested in becoming an LP, we're inviting the entire community because we really believe in the representation of our LP base being that of the population. And also, if you're interested in rolling up your sleeves and helping Ghana's ventures become the first of many uh, funds, right? We Mm -hmm. do want to build a franchise. You're invited. And Barbara, you're included too. Yeah, I'm at Lolita Taub and hopefully you know how to spell that. It's not too hard. It's just how it sounds. L-O-L-I-T-A-T-A-U-B. There you go. So thank you so much, Lolita Taub. From Ghana's Ventures. Con Ghana's. Ghana's for being my guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you, Barbara. It was a pleasure and hope to see you soon on Twitter. Yes, see you soon. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion-dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N dot com to find out more. Find us on Apple on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.